bullish or bearish. Whether you're a rookie trader or a rock star, we believe there's room for everyone. Every Filipino can learn how to trade. We're just your average Joe. But together, let's take advantage of the greatest equalizer of wealth ever, the stock market, where millions can be made and lost in a click of a finger. The journey to trading mastery is a lifetime, and we're here to stay. We are ZFT. Welcome to our podcast. And this is where the hot money is. Welcome again, guys. So, this is Ask ZFT Weekly Podcast. Episode 38 na tayo. So, sa mga hindi nakapanood ng mga previous episodes natin, you can check them out sa YouTube. Okay, Google nyo lang, Ask ZFT, may lalabas dyan. Or, pwede din sa Spotify. So, sa Spotify, Hot Money yung pangalan ng um, series na nandoon for Ask ZFT. Okay. So yan, sino dito yung first time mag-attend ng Ask ZFT? Meron ba? I'm sure meron eh, kasi may mga bagong TI graduates tayo, TIP students. Ayan, welcome natin yung mga first timers. Sige, shoutout ko kayo para, para special mention. Ayan, Sir Adrian, Sir Christian, Sir Mark Arejola, Sir Dennis, ano nuevo? I think mga ano to, mga TI graduates. Sir JV, Welcome to our stream. Sir Leovin. Sir Marjun. Sir Bato or Ma'am? Basta si Marjun. Sir Ramsey. So yan, first time daw mag-attend pero hindi first time makinig. Available naman yung ano natin, mga episodes sa ZFT and sa ating sa YouTube and sa Spotify. SO. Ano tong SO? Ah, okay. Parang special mention ba? <laughs> Sir Oswald, welcome to our stream. Sir Earl Leo, and shout out sa'yo. Hey, madami-dami tayo tonight. Iba talaga pag surprise webinar eh. Pag Ask ZFT lang na normal Ask ZFT, wala masyadong... I mean, may nag-attend pero hindi ganun karami. Iba talaga yung hatak pag webinar. So yan, sige. So, simulan natin yung discussion natin for tonight. Okay. So, sa ZFT system, guys, yung concept ng volatility kasi, hindi talaga siya masyado um, expounded, in a way. Sa mga nag-TI dito, and kahit yung mga nag-TIP, no, we, we discuss different indicators, yung usage ng RSI, MAs, and all of those other stuff that we use in the ZFT system. Pero when it comes to volatility, medyo parang subjective yung understanding natin. So, for example, yung understanding ko of volatility may not be the same concept na naintindihan ng ibang traders or ng ibang mentors tulad ni Ken or ni Sir Alpha. So, yung goal ko for tonight is to somewhat create a framework for everyone to understand what volatility is. Okay? So, ayos ba yun? Is that, do you think that's a good objective for tonight? Magandang learning experience kaya to para sa lahat. Yan, ano naman, engage naman kayo sa chat. Gusto nyo ba, gusto nyo bang i-discuss natin yon? Yan. Siyempre, gusto nyo yun, di ba? Kasi bago, may bagong concept na naman. Sige, let's start with this question. Yan, sa mga nandito ngayon, kindly answer this question kahit sa chat lang. What is volatility to you? How would you define volatility in the markets? Okay? 
Meron bang gustong mag-ano dyan? Magpabibo? Gustong masama sa discussion via um, audio audio share or open open mic? Okay, basahin natin yung mga sabi dito ng mga ano, mga citizens natin. Changes. Sabi ni, ni Ma'am Bessie. Amount of movement in a time frame. Right? Likot ng price, how fast price moves. Size ng candles, price action. Okay. So let's try to define what volatility is before we really dig into this concept. <laughs> Sabi ni Sir Manuel, ito daw, emotional damage in a short period of time. Pwede. Yan, pwede. If, if you're talking about volatility ng, ng equity curve mo or ng portfolio mo, you can define it that way. But what is volatility really when it comes to the markets? So, ganito yung gagawin natin. Actually, guys, hindi ako masyado prepared for tonight. Naisip ko lang talaga kanina na when I was, when I posted something on my Facebook regarding the difference of volatility sa PSE at sa crypto, ewan ko if you saw that post. Sige, i-flash natin yung post para makarelate, makarelate yung iba na hindi nakita yung post. So, kanina, nag-ano ako eh, nag-post ako sa um, Cosmos Kairos account. And ito yung naging post ko. So I I tried to do a study in uh, do a study in terms of volatility across two markets. So one is sa PSE and another one sa ano naman sa crypto. So ito yung naging findings ko guys. Share muna natin para meron tayong konting context. Bakit umabot ako sa point na gusto kong gawin tong surprise webinar na to. So, this was my post. Hey. When I started studying volatility for the past, I think mga past 2 to 3 days, aware na ako na yung volatility sa crypto and sa PSE, malayo yung difference nila. Pero, how far is far? So, yun yung question ko. Gano ba kalayo yung gap ng volatility sa local markets natin and pagdating sa crypto? So, what I did is, I tried to gather data from all available instruments in each market. So, ito naging madali para sa akin, guys, kasi I'm using AMI Broker. So, sa mga hindi nakakaalam, yung, yung AMI Broker, it's a tool that you can use to um, import data from markets and then pwede mo siyang pagstudyhan. So, sa immersion program, ginagamit namin yung AMI Broker to do backtesting, to do screening, and so much other stuff. So, pag pinag, pinagsama mo siya sa Excel, Sobrang dami mong pwedeng gawin sa kanya. So yan, shout out sa mga TIP alumni dito. Paano naman? Paano naman sa chat? Sino ba dito yung mga graduates ng TIP? Yan, kasi ito etong ano na to, etong discussion na to, magiging madali para sa inyo na intindihin to compared to other students. But no offense naman sa ibang students, no. It's just that yung mga TIP graduates may may added um foundation sila when it comes to these things. So using AMI broker and using Excel, kumuha ko ng data from each market. And what I found out is, yung volatility pala sa PSE, it's ranging around 3% to 5%. So this is across all stocks. In-average out ko lang lahat. Meanwhile, sa crypto guys, yung average volatility across all tokens for a span of, I think, 2 years. So January 2020 to the latest date, it's somewhere between 10% to 15%. So to put that into perspective, 
yung volatility ng crypto is at least three to four times. Or sometimes there are there are certain um, phases in the market na yung volatility ng crypto is as high as seven times compared to the volatility of ESE. So sa iba, that's just okay. That's good to know na ma- malaka- mat- mataas yung volatility ng crypto compared to PSE. I think everyone knows that already, right? Pero para sa akin, when I found that out, it gave me a different um, perspective when it comes to the trading system that I'm using. So lahat tayo ang gamit natin, uh, ZFT system. Or if you're using a different system, meron na siyang influence ng ZFT system kasi nandito ka sa TR. Diba? Yung, yung typical approach natin pag tinuturuan tayo ng system is yung system na yan, it's going to be compatible with any type of market. Diba? Yun yung tinatawag nating parang plug and play. Binigyan kita ng system, ito yung rules, ito yung indicators, ito yung setups. Gamitin mo yan sa lahat ng markets. Okay? So, yung mga fresh graduates ng TI dito, di ba may mga tinuro sa inyong mga iba't ibang setups, iba't ibang uh, paggamit, mga strategies kung paano pagsamasamahin, pagcombine yung mga iba't ibang indicators. If you try to apply those concepts and not change anything, kasi gamitin mo siya across different markets, you will have very different results. Okay? The ZFT system, guys, it's created, y- yung original market kung para saan siya ginawa is the PSE. Okay, alam natin yan kasi si Boss Z and yung mga old mentors in the past who crafted the ZFT system, ang talagang original market nila is PSE. Now, it doesn't mean na yung ZFT system will not be effective is if you use it in different markets. Siyempre, ginagamit na yun ng mga crypto traders natin, di ba? They're still using the ZFT system. Pero here's the thing, meron na silang tinitweak. Okay. So, sino dito yung mga talagang actively trading the crypto markets? Ayan, sina Mariel, sina Mikhail, yung laging tambay doon sa crypto blockchain channel natin. If you check the way they trade crypto and compare it with uh, how Boss Z used to trade the PSE market. So ba- kung babasahin mo yung blog ni Boss Z, makikita mo doon yung, yung journey niya, yung, yung, yung um, naging different phases ng ZFT system until it arrived to the system that we know of today. If you compare, it's very different. The concepts are there, but the way they use the system, it's very different. Tama ba, Mariel? Uh, sino pa yung mga ano dito? Sina James, ayan, sina Mikhail. It's very different in terms of application and in terms of utilization. But the beautiful thing about the ZFT system, guys, is yung, yung nature ng system na gamit natin, it's foundational. Kaya sabi ko dito, a foundational system is always, or for me, para sa akin, ha, it's way better than having a system that is that, that is too rigid, yung, yung sobrang strict in terms of rules, yung tipang wala kang, wala kang wiggle room, wala kang flexibility to adjust anything. Yun yung maganda sa ZFT system. Kasi, pwede mo siyang i-adjust, pwede mo siyang haluan ng sarili mong elements para mas mag-adjust siya sa market na tinetrade mo at sa sarili mong profile. Now, I know, 
yung mga kaka-learn lang sa ZFT system, like mga bagong graduate ng TI, syempre, yung perspective nyo sa system is eto na yun. Eto na yung secret ingredient. Kumbaga, pag na-master mo yung ZFT system, yun na yung magbibigay sa'yo ng limpak-limpak na salapi. Okay, so, I, I don't blame you guys if you have that kind of mindset right now. Pero para makorek natin yan, no, yung, yung expectation nyo regarding the system that we're using, you need to understand it as a system that is foundational. Ibig sabihin, binibigay niya lang sa'yo yung minimum na kailangan mo para maging profitable ka. And that means, over the long term, kailangan mo siyang i-enhance. You need to have the skill to improve not really to improve but to add to the system so that it becomes more of you. May gets ba yun? Yung mga, dat, yung mga matagal nang nagtitrade dito using the ZFT system, they can clearly get what I'm saying. Kasi kahit ako, when, when I use the system, yun, ganun, din yung, ano kayo, ganun din yung understanding ko before na pag ginamit ko to, ito na yun, kikita na ako. Yun na yun. But eventually, over the years, na-realize ko, hindi enough na magseta lang ako sa kung ano yung tinuro sa akin. Kailangan ko siyang ma-enhance. Okay, so isa yan sa um, context na gusto kong uh, lagi niyong isipin as we move on through our discussion tonight. Okay? Kaya sabi ko dito, the point of this, okay, itong post na to, is to show to traders that we should always aim for continuous improvement. Hindi pwedeng magseta lang tayo sa kung ano yung binigay sa atin. Yung mindset, yung mga feel-good quotes, diba? they are not enough. You, you have to understand the data and you need to understand how the markets move because numbers never lie. Right. So with that context, let's discuss what volatility is. Ano ba yung volatility? Yung pinaka-intuitive way of for traders to understand what volatility is, is by looking at the candlesticks. Kaya kanina, nung binabasa ko yung mga sagot nyo, many of you are saying na the length of the candles. And that's true, no? So when you go to a certain market and you look at the candles, your mind is telling you na if the candles have large ranges, sabihin natin, no, ganyan yung range ng, ng candle. And then, the succeeding candle has a small range. So, parang ganyan. Automatically, you perceive that as, ah, the volatility contracted. Okay? Everyone familiar with the concept VCP? Okay? Type nyo nga, VCP. What is VCP? VCP is, uh, it's a concept that is introduced by Mark Minervini at ang ibig sabihin ng concept na yan is volatility contraction pattern. So, isa yan sa pinaka-foundational concepts ng system na gamit ni Minervini. According to him, yung mga favorite niyang setups na gusto-gusto niyang i-trade are when volatility and volume contracts. Now, why is that very important? If volatility is contracting, it gives you the, the, the opportunity to trade the market with minimal risk. Obviously, ayaw mong pasukin yung market na sobrang taas pa ng volatility niya. Because if you do that, you'll end up having a lot of whip trades. 
Kunwari, di ba, yung mga breakout traders. Ako, breakout trader ako. Pero when I try to enter in breakouts, I make sure na prior to the breakout, meron siyang contraction ng volatility. Because that contraction will help me place my stops properly. It will also help me identify um, yung tinatawag nating low-risk breakout entries. And also, it gives me the the um, opportunity to peg kung hanggang saan yung magiging target ko sa kanya. Okay? So, if you're just a random breakout trader na wala kang concept of volatility, nakakita ka lang ng breakout na ganyan, gusto mo nang pasukin agad. So, if this, example, ha, ito yung breakout. Okay, sabihin natin. So, let's say this is the breakout level. Ayan. So, yan yung level ng breakout. Pinasok mo yan. End of, end of day. Sabihin natin, this is a daily candle. So, if you do that, ang ending is, or ang, ang chances are, you'll be having a lot of volatility in your entry. Hindi siya magiging optimal para sa'yo kasi if you enter here, and ito yung normal volatility ng candle, the following day, pag nag-drop yan, let's say ni-retest yung breakout level, masya-shakeout ka. Especially if you're playing with very tight stops. Okay? So, gets ba yun? So, that's our intuitive understanding of volatility. Ganun natin siya ina-apply. Papalitan natin yan tonight. Okay? Gagawin natin siyang mas objective and mas malalim. So, there are many traders who define volatility in terms of percentage. Sa forex naman, they define it in terms of pips. Right? So, yung mga forex traders dito, hindi nyo iniisip yung volatility in terms of percent. Kasi parang it doesn't make sense. Because forex or yung mga forex pairs na tinitrade natin, yung volatility nila in terms of percentage is very, very low. So, what is my understanding of volatility? First, I look at the range of the candles. Okay? But I don't just look at the range na parang mata-mata lang. I try to really get the exact range of the candles. So, kunwari, ito yung low. Ito naman yung high. Sabihin natin, ha, itong high na to, this is, let's say, 10 pesos. And itong low naman na to, this is 9 pesos. Okay. So, yung difference ng high at low, that's 1 peso. Or kung crypto to, that's 1 dollar. So, yung difference na yan, you can use that difference to define volatility for that candle. Now, obviously, if you compare different stocks, okay, so sa stocks mo na tayo, if you compare different stocks, iba't iba yung prices nila, di ba? So, yung 1 peso sa isang stock may not be volatile for another stock. Do you agree with that? Let's say you're trading, ano ba yung mga 1,000 peso price na, ano, na stock sa PSE? Globe? I think Globe is nasa 2,000 plus na ba siya? So, di ba yung piso sa Globe, yung move na piso sa Globe, it's, it's not too much, right? It's not really that volatile. Pero yung move na piso sa mga penny stocks like PHA, malaki na yun. So, we can standardize volatility using percentage. So, ganito yung ginawa ko sa kanya, guys. Okay? Pupunta tayo sa chart. You can actually 
use a certain indicator that gives you that average range. Okay, yung indicator na yun, we call that ATR. So if you're familiar with ATR, hindi magiging mahirap sa inyo na sundin yung discussion na to. Exit muna natin tong RSI. So what is ATR? ATR gives me the difference of that range, pero marami pa siyang mga other computations na ginagamit. Okay, hindi lang yung high at low yung tinitingnan niya, unlike dito sa ginawa natin, sa example natin. Okay? So tinitingnan niya yung high, yung low, yung open, yung close, and then ina-apply niya na kung, kung ano-anong computation. You can Google how ATR is computed. Medyo complex yung computation niya. But the end result is the average true range of a specific candle. So for example, dito tayo sa, punta tayo sa Bitcoin. Go to Bitcoin. Let's say itong candle na ito. No? What does ATR, what is the value of ATR here? Palitan natin yung color para mas maging ano siya, maging clear. Itong candle na to, you can see that the ATR has a value of 1,740. Ano ibig sabihin yan? Yung average range ng candle na to is 1,740 ATR. Okay. So, yung move na to, that's equivalent to around $1,740 on average. Now, the default value of ATR, it's using a 14-day calculation. Okay? So, check natin yung inputs niya. 14-day siya. So, yan yung default niya. Ako, personally, I use a 5-day value. So, malalaman nyo later kung bakit 5 days yung gamit. So the shorter the number of candles that will be used in the computation, mas bibilis yung fluctuation ng ATR value na to. So tingnan niyo anong mangyayari sa indicator if I change this to 5. Yun. Umiba siya. Kasi umiba yung basis ng computation. But this is not really particularly useful, right? Kasi kung lilipat ako let's say sa Sol, Diba dito sa, sa candle na to ang ATR is 1,560. Pagpupunta ako sa Sol, ang lalabas, na yung values ng ATR. Ito 13, ito 13.5, ito 12, ito 11. So bakit mas maliit sa Sol? Bakit yung sa Bitcoin 1,000 plus? Bakit sa Sol, nasa 11, nasa 10 lang? What's the factor here? Anyone? Correct. Yung price. Kasi yung price ng Sol, mas mababa compared to Bitcoin. Now, that is a problem if gagamitin ko yung indicator na to as is. Kasi, hindi ko siya pwedeng gamitin as a standard indicator. Hindi tulad ng RSI, di ba? Yung RSI 70 sa Sol is more or less the same RSI 70 sa Bitcoin. Does that make sense? So, pag may nakita kang RSI 70 sa Sol, ah, momentum. Merong momentum yung price. Pag may nakita ka ding RSI 70 sa Bitcoin, ah, may momentum. And any other instrument in the market, pag nakita mo yung RSI 70, ibig sabihin may momentum. Okay, ganun siya. So, sa ether iba. Kasi it's getting the price level, the price difference. So, ang ginawa ko, pwede natin siyang i-convert into a percentage. Pero paano natin yun gagawin? So, tingin nyo, paano? you have any idea? How can you convert a price range into a percentage? 
or ano ba yung ano ba yung anatomy ng percentage? Kasi pag sinabi nating percentage, yung 1% sa isang stock is comparable to 1% of another stock. Regardless na yan kung gano'ng kalaki yung price difference na na galaw ng stock na yun. Kasi parehong percent eh. So how do we convert something into percent? You can divide it by the closing price. Pwede. Pwedeng opening price. Pwede ding based sa average prices. So yung ginawa ko is getting that APR and then at the same time getting the average price level of whatever stock or token na tinitingnan ko. So yun yung sabi ko dito. Average volatility pertains to the 5-day ATR value divided by the 5-day moving average. Hindi ko siya pwedeng gawin sa Investagrams kasi yung Investagrams kasi uh, as is yung mga indicators nandyan. Pero sa TradingView, pwede nyo yung gawin. Okay, so if you're using TradingView, you can actually create your own indicators. Do you know that? Pwede kayong gumawa ng mas sarili nyong indicators. You can do a lot of things if you know how to use PineScript. So PineScript, uh, Ami Broker, all of these tools, guys, they are using programming languages. Ayan, so favorite namin yan sa TIP. Yung mga TIP, kinoconvert ko sila into uh, visual traders to programmers. Kasi gusto kong maintindihan nila na if if you really want to improve your edge, you need to have an end. You, you need to have an edge when it comes to understanding numbers. Okay? So, ito yung ginawa ko, guys. Napakasimple lang ng code. Pwede kong i-share to sa inyo at the end of the uh, at the end of the session natin. So, the code looks like this. Okay? Para lang for the curiosity of everyone. Ano ba yung itsura ng mga code, sir, pagdating sa mga indicators na yan? Pakitaan natin, ha? Diba? Sobrang Yan, maiksi lang yung code na ginawa ko dito So I get the ATR, I get the MA Tapos nilagay ko dito Ay MA5, so ano ba yung MA5? Parang MA20 Diba? Ang pagkakaiba lang yung MA5 Hindi 20 candles, kundi 5 candles lang yung basihan niya And then I got volatility So I took volatility, yung ATR value and divided it by the average prices for the past five candles. Now, bago kayo like sumakit yung ulo nyo, sir, bakit may ganyan? Ano yan? Di naman yan tinuturo sa ZFT system. Okay? I'm showing this to you guys so that you realize na may mga ganitong klaseng tools and ways that other traders are using para mas maging madali yung trading sa kanila. If you're trading crypto, and lagi kang tumatambay sa uh, crypto blockchain channel, if titingnan nyo yung mga port snaps doon, mapapansin nyo, uy, yung RSI nila, ba't may kulay? Diba? Nakita nyo ba yun, yung mga RSI? Parang may automated color siya na pag nag-RSI 70, nagiging pula. Pag nag-RSI 30, nagiging green. Paano yun ginawa? Diba? Magic ba yun? An ano yan? Nakasubscribe ba sila sa sa trading view premium para lumabas yung mga ganong ganong indicators actually walang ganon they just coded it and created their own indicators kaya dito sa kung titingnan niyo yung trading view ko guys hindi ako naka premium 
Pero even if hindi ako naka-premium, I can put in as many indicators as I want so long as alam ko kung paano siya i-code. So, ayan, meron tayong RSI dito. Ito, normal RSI lang ata ito eh. Okay. Ah, ito, hindi pala. I think si Mariel ba nagbigay sa akin ito or dinownload? Kinuha ko siya doon sa resources channel sa TR when it comes to yung mga indicator tools. Ito, pag nakikita nyo, pag nagda-drop siya below RSI 30, nagiging green. Diba? Very fancy. Anyway, the point of this example is to show you na pwede kang gumawa ng mga sarili mong indicators. And ito yung nangyari, guys. Okay, so using the computation that I discussed earlier, meron ako ditong volatility index. Okay. Let's, let's see ha, how, this, how this indicator works. Okay, naka-percentage na yan. Ibig sabihin, if I go to a certain candle, okay, lalabas dyan sa left side na ang value is 3.25. Anong ibig sabihin yan? Sa candle na to, yung average volatility is nasa 3.25%. Okay, gets ba yun? So, this is dito. If I go to BTC, okay, again, using the same indicator, Actually, hindi siya indicator eh. Parang ano lang siya, um, comb combining two indicators, yung MA at yung ATR. So if I go to dito sa BTC, makita nyo na this candle registered uh, 5% average volatility. Meanwhile, itong candle registered uh, 3.86% volatility. Subukan natin yung mga forex pairs. Para makita nyo yung difference. Punta tayo sa EURUSD. Pinaka-famous forex pair. <laughs> Tingnan nyo ha. Yung candle na to. Look at the, look at the candle. Di ba parang, parang kaparehong candle siya nung nakita natin sa BTC in terms of range? Almost the same range. And if you look at the prior move, parang same context yung, yung range ng candles. Pero do you know na etong candle, this is 5%. Pero pagdating sa Forex, yung similar candle, similar looking candle, has a volatility of just 0.88%. Less than 1%. Okay, ito may nag-direct message sa akin. So, wag muna nating pangunahan, sir. Ang, ang message niya is kung pwede ba daw ito gamitin for stop loss. Yan, papunta tayo dyan. Pero kailangan maintindihan niyo muna ano ba yung how is volatility defined across different markets? So, we're using percentage. Okay? So, ayan, sabi ni Sir Christian, bihira daw yung 1% move sa Forex. Pag may nakita kang pair na gumalaw ng 1% in a day, ano na yun? Parang may big news or catalyst or something that really shake or shook that particular pair. Okay, pero pag sa crypto, pag may nakita kang 1% move, anong ibig sabihin nun? Wala. Wala yung ibig sabihin. It's just the normal volatility of that particular market. Ayan, sabi nga ni Mikil, isang sekundo lang daw yun. Or stable coin. Diba? Pag, sa, pag sa Forex, nagkaroon ng 1% move, it's no longer stable. Okay? Nagigats ba guys? So, this is a tool na kung gusto nyong gamitin, pwede nyo siyang... I-bibigay ko siya para ma-apply sa sa trading view nyo. 
Now, there are so many uses for this tool. One use is yung, yung kanina na diniscuss ko na VCP. Siyempre, gusto mo, when you are looking at contraction of vol- volatility, pwede mo siyang matamatamahin. Tama ba? Matamatahin. Okay? But what if gusto mo talagang maging objective sa kanya? So, how can we do that? Isip tayo ng uh, example na nag-contract yung volatility. Okay? Punta tayo sa pinaka-favorite example ko when I discuss contraction of volatility. Ewan ko bakit ito yung laging nagpa-pop up sa isip ko when I discuss volatility. So, leisure resorts. Punta natin yung certain part. I think, ah, ito. Ang galing na muna natin tong RSI sa gabal siya. Paano ba ito i-hide? Yan. Okay. okay. So here, here is one use of this indicator. If gusto nyo talaga maging objective when it comes to volatility contraction. If you are a seasoned GFT trader, alam na alam mo na itong setup na to, this is CH. Tama ba? Consolidation at the highs. So, ibabalik natin yung RSI. Makita nyo na RSI value during this consolidation is above 70. O, favorite natin yan. And the consolidation happened at the top part of the run-up. Or if you're really specific about it, pwede mo siyang gamitan ng FIB. And if ipaplot natin yung FIB natin dyan, yan. So, lalabas. It's above 23.6%. That is the characteristic of this setup. But what if gusto mo talagang ma-make sure na volatility really contracted here? So, makita nyo yung value ng indicator na ginawa natin. Yan. You can see na during this run-up, guys, what happened to volatility? So from around 2.40%, somewhere around this part, 2.40% yung average volatility niya dyan. Pagdating dito sa part na to, at the peak of the run-up, naging 7% siya. Ilang, ilang ano yun? Ilang times increase in terms of volatility. So, from 2.40 to around 7%. Ilang, ilang times increase yun? More or less, 3 times ba? Tama ba? Yeah, times 3. So obviously, there is an expansion of volatility. Now from that point, up to this three-candle consolidation, makita mo na volatility drop. Okay, makita nyo yung drop na yan. So parang RSI na bumaba siya. Pero prices are still above that range. Okay, nasa, nasa top part pa rin siya ng rally na to. But volatility contracted. RSI stayed above 70, volatility contracted. Now that is, for me ha, if, if medyo baguhan ka and medyo nahirapan kang i-identify yung mga contraction na yan, pwede mong gamitin itong, itong movement na to. Kita mo bumaba yung value niya. So that means there is a contraction of volatility. And if there is a breakout, syempre pag breakout yan, it should expand. Okay? Volatility should expand. So you can see na spike up siya. So from 5.69, you can see na nag-spike up siya to 6.80%. Okay. 
Ay, nagigets ba? Now, of course, pwede naman yan, coach. Na tingnan ko lang yung candle. Obvious naman sa candle, coach, di ba? Na nag-contract na yung volatility, lumit yung ranges. And dito, talagang nag-expand kasi mahabang breakout candle. Okay? It's a very bullish, high momentum candle. Yes, okay? I'm not saying na hindi enough yung price action. I'm just saying na if you want something very objective, na hindi mo kailangang mag-rely on your perception of the candles, you can use this values right here. Okay. Here. So, yan yung ginamit ko, guys, to profile volatility across markets. Ang ginawa ko is, using AMI Broker, ginawa ko lahat ng stocks sa PSE at lahat ng tokens na pwede kong, pwede kong makunan ng data sa crypto. And the resulting study looks something like this, yung pinakita ko kanina. Okay, sana ba yun? Dami ko ng tabs na naka-open. Wait, ah. Uh, yeah, this one. Yan. Okay. So, what does this chart tell us? Basically, it tells us that crypto is really volatile. Okay, ganun na lang natin siya sabihin. Kasi, there are instances, kunwari ito, makita nyo dito. Okay, somewhere around May 2021, volatility across the whole market, kunin mo yung average niya, it reached around 35%. Now, if you try to recall, ano bang nangyari sa crypto somewhere around May 2021? Ano bang nangyari? Sige, nasilipin nga natin. Ano bang nangyari? Ano bang meron sa crypto nung, nung mga, uh, mga oras na to? O nung mga araw na to? Ayan. Look at crypto. May 2021. Ano bang nangyari? May, May, May. Ah, ito. So, mark natin, ha. So, this was the start of May. Okay. And this is the end of May. Ayan. Makita nyo. This is the reason bakit nagkaroon ng spike in volatility during that time. And you can observe na itong cycle na to when it comes to the crypto markets it's it's really sudden okay grabe yung parang spike na nangyayari over a short period of time makita niyo tong mga biglang spike na to so somewhere around march 2020 you see the same spike if titingnan mo yung chart makita mo din doon na something happened during that time sa overall crypto market now what about bull markets yan puta muna tayo sa bull kasi marami dito sa crypto puro bears eh so, ano bang nangyayari sa volatility when it comes to bull markets? When was the last bull market? Kailan ba yung huling bull market sa crypto? COVID? Tama ba? Silipin natin. I think, ano ba yung pinaka... O, oh, eto. Eto yung for me na talagang legit na bull market. I'm not saying na eto, hindi to bull market. Ha? Kasi eto, ano naman, nagkaroon tayo ng very strong rally during this time. But, etong rally, etong rally kasi na to, it came after a strong retracement. Okay? Came after, sabi ni James, ongoing pa daw. Anong, wala na tayo sa bull market, James. Itanggapin na natin yan. Kahit ako, permabull ako, pero kailangan nating tanggapin. <laughs> Hindi natin season ngayon. So, this is technically a bull market, pero galing siya sa steep retracement. Hindi siya break ng all-time high. So, 
para sa akin, yung talagang legit na bull market na extended was when Bitcoin broke the 20k level, which was the previous all-time high. Okay, remember those days? Ano yung nangyari sa market na yun, sa market during that time? So, ito kasi yung yung all-time high ng 2017 eh. Hindi yan exacto 20k, it's somewhere around 19,800 something, pero 20k yung level na tinitingnan ng lahat during that time. Okay. So, tingnan natin ha. The breakout happened around December 16, 2020. And itong whole rally na to, Pagtitingnan natin yung volatility index, okay? yung average volatility across the whole crypto market, ito yung itsura niya. Ano ba yun? December 2020. Okay. Paano ko ba ito lalagyan ng line? Hindi ko namang lagyan ng drawing, di ba? So, December 2020. Double check ko nga. Alright. So, tama na. So, this part, ayan, ang pangat naman ng drawing ko. Up to, hanggang kailan yung bull market na to? Marami kasing times na nag-retrace nag to ng medyo malalim eh, pero sustainable naman yung, yung retracement na yan. It peaked somewhere around this part right here. So, this is April. So, that is a December, January, February, March. Somewhere around 4 to 5 months na bull market. So, dito. Ayan. So, ano yung napapansin nyo dito sa volatility natin during that part of the market? It's not always up. Okay? So, ang gusto kong, maano nyo, gusto kong maintindihan nyo dito is, it doesn't mean na bull market ay automatically sobrang volatile ng market. There will still be instances na volatility will contract. And if you're in a if you're in an extended bull market and you want to trade low risk entries, ano yung goal mo dapat? Is it to participate when market volatility is really high or to wait for contraction? Mas tingin niyo, which which strategy will most likely give you uh, low risk entries. It's the latter. Tama ba? So, wait for contraction. Yes, easier siya. Pero bakit parang karamihan, parang hindi yan tinitingnan? Or parang they, they don't really pay attention to contraction. Parang pag nakita nila bull market, ah, basta pasukin na lang yan. Kahit anong price, okay lang. Does that make sense? Yung mga fresh graduate ng TI. Diba? If, if walang ZFT system and Nakita mo, uy, bull market. So, kahit anong price, papasokin ko to Without any regards for timing or volatility. Chances are, masusunog yung port mo kahit bull market. Okay? And I know many of you have probably experienced that. So, that's one application of volatility. Pwede mo siyang gamitin to identify low-risk entries. So, ito, again, guys, this is not the, the volatility of Bitcoin lang, ha? This is the average volatility of all tokens na nakunan ko ng data. Right. So, syempre, alam na natin yan. Kasi volatility contraction, it's a very common concept. 
what about entries, exits, and targets? Paano ba natin gamitin yung volatility to ensure na yung mga entries natin at yung, at yung mga exits, stop loss, targets are more precise. Okay, more precise. So, ito yung pwede nating application yan. Okay, first, let's talk about risk-reward ratio. If you are trading a system with a 3 is to 1 risk-reward ratio, dapat yung win rate mo nasa mga 40% para maging profitable ka. Tama ba? Okay. So yung mga graduates ng TI, dapat gets nyo na to, ha? pati sa TIP, pati kahit yung mga blueprint and non-TI, non-TIP uh, citizens natin inside TR, if you try to just Google Edge, okay, understanding what uh, what a market edge is, it's really just a combination of win rate and your risk-reward ratio. So, paano yun gamitin? Paano gamitin yung volatility when it comes to the, those things? Okay, so ganito siya. If we use yung ating indicator kanina, pwede pong gawin ganito. Let's say you are looking at Sol. And let's say you want to trade breakouts. Hanap tayo ng random chart para walang bias. Ito na lang. Okay. Sabihin natin, you want to trade this breakout right here. Okay. So ang kwento ni Sol in terms of volatility. Sa candles, ako ha, honestly, pag titingnan ko yung candles, hindi siya masyado obvious. Hindi masyado obvious. Pero pag titingnan ko yung indicator na ginawa natin, makita nyo na, meron tayong very significant contraction in volatility during this part. Pero during this conso, what do you notice about volatility? It somewhat died down. Okay? Parang nagpumalma nag siya. So from, grabe pala, Sa peak nito, this is a 38% volatility market. Pagdating dito, 8% na lang. Okay? And ano yung sabi natin kanina? Pag may contraction, it's a low risk opportunity. Okay? Mas ma-define mo yung entry mo. Okay? Nag-breakout. Okay, pumasok ka dyan. So what was the volatility for that breakout? Kita natin, it's still 8%. Do you see it, guys? Verify naman. Baka kasi ako lang nakakakita eh. Kasi medyo maliit yung number sa left side. So, do you see the number? 8.79%. Pwede ganito. 8.79 is the typical volatility. Ibig sabihin, hindi mo dapat ipeg yung stop loss mo at that percent. Kasi yan yung normal eh. Gets nyo ba yun? So, pag nag-retrace yan ng 8% from your entry price, that's normal. So, ang gagawin mo is, you need to place a stop somewhere beyond the typical volatility of the candle. So, pwedeng times 2, pwedeng times 1.5. Again, it depends. Pero ako, yung safest na para masabi natin na parang nagkaroon ng significant move to invalidate your entry, is at least twice of your volatility index. 
So, kunwari, ito, 8.79. Let's say, end of day candle ka talang pumasok. Hindi ka nakapag-trade intraday. Dito ka talang nakapasok. Yan. So, the next candle, na magiging stop mo dito is somewhere around 17%. Tingnan nyo, guys, ha? Okay. This is where it gets a little bit exciting. Kasi dati, laging may nagtatanong sa akin, Coach, how do you place stops? Based ba sa structure? Based ba sa invalidation? Lahat ng yan, they are valid ways to place your stops. Okay? Pag place mo siya dito, okay lang. Kasi basically, you're, you're saying na dapat hindi na siya bumalik below the breakout point. Pag nilagay mo naman siya dito, medyo malawak yan. Okay? Pero, okay lang rin. If you're like let's say you're doing position trading and malit lang yung allocation mo gusto mong mag-participate kahit sa mga malalalim na retracements or retest you can also place your stops there but if you use volatility it becomes very objective so times 2 o oh, pwede dito mo ilagay okay so the thing with this type of strategy magamit mo yung volatility is if the market moves against you, you can be sure na yung move against you is really something unusual. Kasi it exceeded the typical volatility of the market. Okay? Gets ba yun? Sabihin natin ha, dyan mo nilagay yung stop mo. So ilang percent yan? <clears throat> 18%. So sasabihin mo, coach, parang ang lalim. Kasi diba, sa ZFT system, 4% ang rule minimum of 4 uh, maximum of 4% to 5%. Yes, okay ang 4% to 5% na yan. If we're talking about PSE. Kung babasahin niyo yung blog ni Boss Z about that standard cut kung tawagin nila. PSE pa yung tinetrade nila doon. And di ba yung PSE, sabi ko kanina, yung average volatility niya nasa 3% to 5% lang. Now if kinapi-paste mo yung strategy na yon papunta sa crypto, naglagay ka ng stops na 3%, 5%, talagang masusunog yung portfolio mo or talagang kakainin ka ng cuts mo. What will happen to you is you'll have what we call a death by a thousand cuts. Okay, kasi hindi mo finactor in yung volatility. Now, this is big. Hindi tayo sanay na mag-cut ng 18%. Actually, pwede mo pa yung mas paliitin if mas malinis yung entry mo. Let's say talagang exactly somewhere near the breakout point. So, pwedeng Sabihin natin, ganyan lang yung cut. But the point is, kailangan tanggap mo yung ganyang klaseng cut. Kasi yan yung, that's the volatility of the market. Now, ito yung maganda. Kasi if that's the volatility against you, ibig sabihin, you can also expect na if it goes volatile, you can impose the same number sa taas. So, Siyempre, ayaw mo naman na parang kung times 2 yung ATR mo or times 2 yung volatility index na gamit mo pababa, pwede mo siyang times 2 din sa taas. So, it, it, won't, it won't make sense that way kasi you'll get a 1 is to 1 risk-reward trade. Pero what if ganito, no? yung expectation mo? Tingnan nyo yung logic behind this. Tell me if this is logical. Okay. Ang average volatility niya is nasa 8%. Okay. Is it logical for me to assume na if I were to hold 
this winning trade and this moves to my advantage okay paakyat yung price to my advantage as a long trader is it safe for me to assume that if you hold ko siya ng let, let's say two weeks so ilang candles ba yung two weeks ilang candles ba yung two weeks sa crypto 14 candles right ano yung average volatility niya ngayon nasa 8% so if this move continues for the next two weeks and every candle, ma-maintain niya lang yung average volatility niya na, na around 8%, so 8 times 14, is it logical for me to assume na pwede akong magkaroon ng reward na 112%? Is it logical? Yes or no? Sige, isip-isip. Pwede ba? Are my assumptions correct for that type of um, peg in terms of my reward? Pwede ba? Maging, pwede ba siyang maging correct? Actually, pwede. Okay, the assumption can be logical. But it assumes na every candle aakyat siya. And aakyat siya to my advantage. So 8%, 8%, 8%, so on and so forth. For the next two weeks. Kung yun yung parang time frame ng trade na, ginaga na ginagawa ko usually. So it makes sense. So syempre, you have to apply some realistic um, assumptions din. So what if sabihin natin, over that two weeks, may mga instances na magpo-pause siya. Magko-contract yung volatility. Now, ito yung part na from a science, okay, something that is computed, calculated, very precise, from science, pwede siyang maging art. Pwede mo siyang lagyan ng konting subjectivity. Pwede mong sabihin na, okay, let's say over two weeks, I'll, I'll expect na half of the time magkakaroon tayo ng bullish candles. Gets ba yun? So using the volatility of the instrument at this point, sabihin natin at least six times volatility ang gagamitin ko to peg my target. So 8%, or to be very precise, this is 8.79%. Time 6. 52.74%. So, yan yung gagamitin ko as my target. 52. Point, sabi na lang natin 53. Okay. Now, double check natin. Yung cut natin times 2. Yung uh, target natin is times 6. Using volatility, ha? hindi yung mga key levels or whatsoever. Important pa rin yung mga key levels, mga supports at resistances na yan. Pero hinahaluan na natin ng volatility concept. Okay, ulitin natin para magets ng lahat. Okay, what is the volatility of this candle? Or pwede yung previous candle na lang. Ito. Previous candle before the breakout. It's 8.73%. Yan yung normal volatility ng stock or ng token na to. So, if pinasok mo yan and it moves against you, siguro yung safest way is around times 2 na cut. Okay? So, kung 8.73% times 2 niya, yun yung parang ideal na cut para hindi ka masyado ma-whip. Okay? Pero given the same number, syempre hindi ka mag-settle na 16% cut. Kailangan may sense din siya in terms of the volatility. So, dapat yung volatility mo in terms of your reward 
is a higher multiple. So, pwedeng times 6. If that, if for you, yan yung parang typical, uh, tawag nito, holding time mo for, for the trade. Pwedeng times 10, pwedeng times 20. You can use any multiplier. Ang kailangan nyo lang tandaan dyan is the higher the multiplier, the longer the trade becomes. Unless talagang nagkaroon siya ng very um, volatile breakout na nag sobrang tumaas yung volatility niya. At gusto mo you, you're more on the you're more on the conservative side of things. Okay so I I'm expecting na pag nag-move to against me times 2, I'll be out of the trade. But it if moves in my favor times 6 or times 8, then I'll also take profits. Okay? Gets ba 'yon? So pwedeng times 2 diyan. Tapos dito times 6. Sabihin natin, no? yan yung trade idea mo. So, you entered here, dito alis ka. Okay. So, bakit ko ito dinidiscuss? Kasi, gusto ko ma-address yung typical problems ng mga traders natin when it comes to when to sell, when to cut, where to place cuts, where to place targets. Now, wag nyong i-expect na yung usage ng volatility when it comes to this part, Okay, of your trading is foolproof or sobrang flawless niya. So makita mo naman na after mo, let's say, nagbenta ka dyan, following day, tumaas pa yung lalo, di ba? So, there's no perfect strategy. Ang important here is you have an objective way of doing your trade plan. Okay, less subjectivity, more objectivity. Kumbaga. Okay, gets ba? Try natin sa PSE. Tingnan natin if mag-make sense din siya. Let's go to nickel. So sa nickel, we have, diba nagkaroon tayo ng very strong run-up somewhere around February. So tingnan natin. Now in hindsight, if you look at the chart, this was a volatility contraction. Hindi siya obvious sa daily chart, pero pag titingnan mo sa weekly chart, etong price na to, or itong konso na to. And this konso right here from a eto nagkaroon tayo ng expansion sa actually dito dito nagkaroon ng expansion sa volatility eh, somewhere around this drop. So itong rally na to low volatile rally siya pagdating sa weekly chart. Pero makikita mo na during this konso volatility also nag ano siya nag uh, tawag nito nag flatten siya. Okay, and it dropped to very low levels. Now, if we go to the daily, tingnan natin. So, okay. So, let's say you want to trade the multi-year high breakout. Ito yung multi-year high breakout natin. Uh, 6.21. Sabihin natin. Yung level na yan. Hindi ko pre-repair guys yung mga examples na to. Ah. This is on the spot. Okay, if medyo crude siya, Pasensya na. Kasi gusto ko makita yung, yung concept at work on the spot. So, this is the breakout candle. Now, what is the volatility during this time? Or pwede mong gamitin yung reference ng previous candle. Yan. So, during this time, the volatility is 3%. Kita nyo? So, if we follow the same rule, times 2 nyan, yun yung pwede mong maging cut. So, that would be 6%. So, let's say again. Diyan ka nakabili sa... 
end of day candle. So, ilang percent pababa? 6%. Okay. So, sabihin natin yan. Notice, ha, na it's, it makes sense. Kasi it's below the breakout level. It's below the low of the breakout candle. Okay. Ako, pag nagtitrade ako ng breakout, madalas yung cut ko is the low of the breakout candle. If mahabang breakout candle yung pinag-usapan natin. So, that would be your cut. Somewhere around 6%. Now, what target are you looking at? So, ano naman yung multiplier mo when it comes to the volatility? Pwedeng, if it's going to be a momentum trade, time 6 for me, okay, sa backtesting ko is good. If it's going to be a swing trade, you can go as high as times 10. Okay? Kasi you want to, you want to have that expectation na pag nag-breakout yan sa multi-year high level, which is considered a boss breakout, magkakaroon siya ng malakas na run-up. So, pwedeng gamitin natin, ito natin times 10. Okay? So, hindi, times 12 para sabihin natin at least 6 times. 6 times of your risk. So, ito 6% times 2. Times 12 naman yung target natin. Huwag natin silipin yung, yung nangyari sa kanya. So, 3 times 12, ilan yun? 36% ba? 36%. Okay, so, kakatin mo siya. Okay. So, sabihin natin. Ang price level na to. Mm, okay. Ayan. So, that would be the move that you want to expect. Yan yung move na gusto mong i-trade using volatility. Pag titingnan natin, tama ba? Is it ideal? During this during this pause right here, hindi naman niya tinamaan yung volatility cut natin. Okay, it rallied, rallied. Okay, so dito, mapapa-exit ka na. Okay, following day, nag-gap up pa siya. But okay lang, objective met tayo. So nagbenta ka na dyan at 36% from your entry price or from the end of day candle here. Pero following day, bumagsak din siya. So, pwedeng ganun. Okay? Again, the longer the objective of the trade, the higher the multiplier when it comes to the volatility. Pwede din, if you're talking about um, very short trades like scalping, it's still applicable. Okay, subukan natin. Ano ba yung mga recently na gumalaw na ano? Na maganda scalp. Yung mga crypto, ayan, waves daw. Sige, punta natin yung waves. Tingnan natin na if pwede natin siyang i-apply. Pili tayo ng time frame. Anong time frame gusto nyo? Kasi pag daily, ano na eh, parang given na yan, mataas talaga yung volatility. Let's try 5 minutes. Sige, 5 minutes tayo. Okay. Now, remember ha, etong etong indicator na ginawa natin, this is actually, uh, nag-a-adjust siya sa time frame na gagamitin mo. Kasi yung, yung computation niya is on a per candle basis. So, makita nyo, tinan nyo dito, para maintindihan ng lahat. The latest candle, ang volatility niya is 0.89%. So, less than 1% yung value. But if you go to the daily chart, ang volatility niya is 17%. Okay, so what does that tell you? Different time frames have different volatilities. Okay? Ako, hindi ako nagtitrade ng 5 minutes, 1 minute, 15 minutes sa crypto. 
yung pinaka mababang time frame na ginagamit ko is early and i really i rarely use early kasi spot yung ginagamit kong market okay, hindi ako mas, hindi ako masyado nag-futures kaya yung mga trades ko pag sabi natin ha yung trades ng mga uh, early scalpers natin sa crypto if you compare it sa mga trades na ginagawa ko sa crypto market it's very different but it's the same system nasaan yung difference nasa Volatility. Okay? So, balik tayo sa 5 minutes. Hanap tayo ng setup. <clears throat> Sample. Sige, shorting. Nakita mo tong konso na to. Ano ba yung mga fail? Balik natin si RSI. Tago muna natin si volatility index. Yan. Okay. So, you have this konso right here. Okay? So, konso, konso. And then, you're looking at a break. So, parang, eto breakout, pero reverse. A breakdown sa baba. Wala namang divergence or anything. So, pwede natin itago yung RSI. <clears throat> Let's just focus on the price action. Okay, let's focus here. Okay. Ano Same concept. Wait for contraction of volatility. So, makita nyo. Ang ganda ng ginawa ng volatility dito. Okay, I, I'm not trying to mess up your perception. This is calculated. Now, look at this move. Sobrang volatile ng move. Makita mo, may spike ng volatility. Now, during this entire consolidation, what do you notice? From here, it went down, 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 down. So, dito sa part na to, nakita nyo na volatility is talagang nag-dive down siya. Okay? Now, dito sa part na to, we see a spike in volatility before the breakdown. Normal yun kasi meron tayong parang VCP dito. May contraction tayo ng volatility dyan. Now, during the breakdown, dito tayo magpepeg ng levels natin. Okay, sabihin natin, ano ba yung volatility index natin sa candle na yan? It's 0.83%. So, sundin natin, the same rule, times 2. So, let's say you entered at the close of the candle. Okay, so 0.83 times 2, that's around 1.6%. So, sukatin natin, 1.2, uy, medyo maganda. So, based sa volatility index natin, pwedeng dito yung cut natin. So, dyan. Nanonotice nyo ba to guys, na yung volatility metric na ginagamit natin, pag, pag nilagay mo siya sa chart, pag ginamit mo siya sa chart, yung level na sasabihin niya sa'yo, is almost the same level if you use the structure. So parang ito, di ba? If hindi mo alam yung volatility, based lang sa structure, does it make sense na dyan yung cut mo? Sa kanya? Yes or no? May sense, di ba? Kasi parang masyadong tight. Pag dito, masyadong mong choke yung trade. Dito, it's... Makes sense kasi meron tayong structure dyan. So, pwedeng yung parang gagawa siya ng ano bang tawag dyan. If this is a low, so parang expectation mo, gagawa siya ng higher low. Parang ganitong move. Parang ganyan. So, ayaw natin yan if you're doing shorting. Now, if you just use volatility, wala nang isip-isip, times 2 mo lang agad, makikita mo na yan din yung level na sasabihin niya sa'yo. Okay. So, next. What are we looking at? Diba? A complete trade plan includes your objective. What are you looking at in terms of the trade? Nag-breakdown na siya. 
Is this a short trade? How long do you plan to trade or to hold this position? So, dapat may expectations ka na ganun. Hindi pwede na, ah, basta pagtamaan yung 10% na, na tipiko, okay na yun. You need to have an idea how long the market will take before it reaches your target. So, sabihin natin, sa mga previous trades mo, sa backtesting mo, nakita mo na yung move na ina-expect mo is somewhere around 2 hours. Sabihin natin ganun. So, how many 5-minute candles ba yung 2 hours na yan? So, each hour has around 12, tama ba? 12 5-minute candles? Tama ba? Yeah, 12. So, pag 2 hours, that's around 24 5-minute candles. Apply mo ng konting um, analysis. So, sa 24 candles na yan, kalahati dyan poses, kalahati dyan rallies to the downside. So, ganun yung expectation mo. So, you will be using a 12 as your multiplier. So, 0.83%. Okay, 0.83% times 12. So, ito yung tinitingnan mong target sa kanya. Around 9, or sabi natin around 10% using volatility. So, sukatin natin. This is your cut, 1.6%. And you're looking at a 10% target. Okay? Gets ba? Gets ba, guys? Sabi naman na nagigets. So, tingnan natin. Tatamaan ba to? Parang hindi ata eh. Ah, hindi siya tinamaan. <laughs> Yun yung problema sa kanya. So, hindi siya tinamaan. Pero that's normal, okay? You can expect that. Kasi hindi naman always susundin ni market yung gusto mo. Okay? Pero, ang dapat makita nyo dito is, when you created the plan, you based it on something objective. And you base it on something that is factored in sa market na yun, which is volatility. Or yan, sabi ni Mikkel, baka masyado lang talagang matagal yung expectation. Pwede. So, pwede mong gamitin yun as a parang point of improvement. Makita mo na parang hindi ideal ata na times 12 yung multiplier ko. Kasi shorting. Ayan, shorting. So, siguro dapat kung times 2 yung cut ko, I can settle for a times 6. Okay, sabihin natin ganun. So, kalahati lang. So, 0.83% So, 0.83% times 6. And that will give you around a 3 is to 1 risk-reward ratio. Tama ba? Somewhere around 5%. Hindi ko kabisado kasi yung 5-minute uh, time frame. So, pag gagamitin natin yan, tingnan natin. O yan. So, dito mapapa-exit ka. Okay. So, sabihin natin, itong ginawa mo dito, lesson learned. Okay. Hindi, hindi yata ideal na ang expectation ko is ganong kalaking uh, multiplier. So, I'll settle with time 6 of the volatility. So, exit ka dyan, tapos try mo ulit sa ibang market or sa ibang token. Okay, gets ba? So, this will adjust, it will automatically adjust sa kahit anong, gami, kahit anong stock or token na gagamitin mo. Kasi again, volatility is something that is computed every time you drill down to the time frame or every time you shift instruments. Mag-adjust siya. 
Resort pa lang yan, coach. Grabe na 1 is to 9. Kung 1 is... Ah, kung 9 ang multiplier natin. Sige, subukan daw natin, sabi ni Mikil. So again, 0.83 times 9. 7.47%. 7.47%. Let's say you settle with 7.47. Ayan. O, dito ka mapapa-exit. Tapos, after mo nag-exit, ah, saka siya nag-reverse. Diba? Genius! O, pero nagkataon lang yan. Hindi naman all the time na <laughs> ganyan yung mangyayari. Pero good, good, ano, good read, Mikhail. Ah, pwedeng gamitin daw yung 1 is to 9. Okay? Gets ba, guys? So, ano pa yung mga gusto yung ipatry? Tingnan natin if talagang effective yung concept. Forex daw. Sige. Try natin sa Forex. Anong pair, sir? Pili kayo ng pair. Eurocad. Sige. Anong time frame? 4 hours. Sige, pula tayo sa 4 hours. Ito guys, at, uh, ano tayo? Proof of concept. Tingnan natin if nag-work siya. Pinakabahan ako. Nagpa-webinar ako tapos hindi ko tinest yung <laughs> yung tinuturo ko. No? <laughs> okay, try natin. A anong gusto mong strategy, sir? Long, short? Uh, anong, anong gusto mong ano natin? Application dito. Buy on support, breakout, O, long daw. So, anong klaseng long strategy? Marami yan eh. You can buy on support. Breakout. Okay, sige. Now, ang, ang Forex kasi no, it's a very uh, range-bound market. Yun yung certain dynamic ng market na to na hindi siya same sa stocks and crypto. Ang stocks, it's a very trending market. Pag nag-trend yan, talagang tuloy-tuloy. Ang crypto naman, very volatile Ewan ko kung range-bound siya ngayon, pero I think based sa movement ng BTC, parang range-bound yung market natin. Tama ba? So yung Forex, most of the time, it's range-bound. Tingnan ko muna ha, yung mga iba't-ibang charts. So daily, oh, okay. USD, JPY. Sige, ito na lang. Ah, okay, ito. Sige, mas maganda to. So, hanapin natin yung setup. Okay. Tingnan nyo guys, no? pansin nyo, yung iba yung itsura ng volatility index natin pagdating sa USDJPY. Ano siya? Malikot. Unlike yung sa mga examples kanina, talagang makita mo after a rally, makita mo nagda-drop yung volatility. Dito, akyat, baba, akyat, baba. Okay, ganun yung nature ng Forex. Now, Let's say, okay, dito tayo. So, you see this range? Okay. So, sabihin natin, you plan to enter. Okay, so, nasa 4 hours naman tayo. So, during this time, ayan, during this time, nakatutok ka sa market. So, nakita mo, eh, ito, nagkakaroon tayo ng contraction. May, may konting build up near this breakout level right here. So you decided to buy, go long, sa candle na to. Okay. So, 
what is the volatility of the candle before it? So, itong candle na to, it's at 0.202. So, let's say, same rule, apply natin yung cut natin. So, times 2 of your typical volatility. So, that's 0.44%. 40, hanggang dalawang decimal places lang yung percentage. So, let's settle with 41. So, dito yung cut mo. Yan. So, entry. This is your cut point. Entry mo is, let's say, sa end of candle. And let's say, you'll peg it at so again, di ko alam, di ko, I, I'm not familiar with the typical volatility in Forex. But let's try a random multiplier like, hmm, ano bang gusto yung multiplier? Na feeling yung mag-make sense sa move niya. Well, ito yung mga moves na pwede natin expect sa kanya if ever it breaks out. So maybe around times 10. Okay, pwede ba? Subukan natin. Times 10. So volatility times 10. 2%. 2% from your entry. 2%. Okay. So, Jan. So, this is going to be your target based on volatility. Okay. So, dito, Exit ka na. Umakit pa siya, pero outside na yun sa objective mo. Lagi pala yung akit nito. <laughs> okay. But again, it depends on your objective. Okay? If objective mo is just a short-term trade, pwedeng ganun lang yung multiplier mo. But if you plan to hold it longer, okay, just for you to have a target, pwede mo namang gamitin yung mas mataas na multiplier. Okay? Ang lagi nyo lang tatandaan guys ha, is yung multiplier mo for your target depends on how long are you going to hold the trade or yung expectation mo ng move. Yeah, pwedeng pang-confluence. Pang Hindi nyo pa rin dapat kakalimutan yung structure, um, technical cuts, dapat in place pa rin yung mga concepts na yun. Pero ngayon, haluan mo na siya ng parang mas magbigay sa'yo ng, ng conviction na pag nag-cut ako dito, tanggap ko. Kasi, unusual yung volatility against me. Okay? Pwede ba siyang trailing stop? Pwede. Okay? Pwede mo siyang gamitin. Pwede pang time stop. Sobrang dami niyang pwede maging applications if you just think about it. Now, if you're a little bit new and medyo sabi natin nasa expert exploration stage ka pa lang pagdating sa system na gamit natin lahat. Pwedeng as simple as this lang. Para lang madagdagan ng objective way para ma-plan mo yung trades mo. Okay? Baka pwedeng mag-tipi pag tumaas na yung volatility. Pwede. Okay? So kunwari, eto ah. Tingnan nyo yung nangyari dito. Now if you look at RSI, sabihin natin ah, if Baka pwede din yan, coach, sa RSI na lang. O, tinan nyo itong move na to. Itong, itong 
RSI 85 dito. Okay, itong part na to, RSI 85. And yung RSI 85 dito, obviously, hindi sila pareho in terms of price action. Kasi ito, yung volatility niya is lower compared to the volatility of the RSI 85 here. Gets ba yun? Pareho silang RSI 85, pero iba yung itsura ng price in terms of candles and in terms of volatility. But if you look at the spike in volatility, dito yung makikita na napaka-unusual ng move na to. Kasi dito lang yung range ng volatility niya for the past, ano ba to? Past three months, two months. Tapos pagdating dito sa tatlong, itong series of candles na to, grabe yung spike sa volatility. So, sabi ni Marlon, baka pwede pag nakita mo yan, uy, baka euphoria. Di ba? Nahalu nahaluan pa natin ng market cycle concept yung volatility. Pag nakakita ka ng ganyan, uy, baka euphoric stage na to. It's time for me to take profits. And let's say you decided to take profits there. Okay lang. Umakit pa siya lalo. <laughs> But you can be um, parang medyo at peace ka. Kasi alam mo, nagbenta ka because of something objective. Okay. So ayan, nakikita na ng mga karamihan yung application. Sabi ni CJ dito, pwede daw pang filter ng strong breakout because of volatility. Tama. Breakouts should result to an expansion of volatility. So, para makita mo nag-expand yung volatility, dapat previous candles niya nag-contract yung volatility. So, nag-dive down siya. So, you can use it that way. Now, ako sa PSE, guys, um, nakita ko yung application nito para talagang ma-profile ko yung mga iba't-ibang stocks ng maayos. Okay, bigyan ko kayo ng application. In terms of screening, I won't trade any stock with a volatility index of less than 3. Okay? Or pwedeng less than 2. Depends sa'yo kung ano yung habol mo. Gusto mo ba yung medyo conservative na gusto mong medyo low risk entry and tawag nito, parang ayaw mo ng sobrang bilis. So pwede mong gamitin yung, yung indicator na to to filter the instruments or the stocks that will be trading. So example, punta tayo sa mga blue chips. Ano nga si Aji? Okay. Ay, ibang Aji to. Alamos Gold. Hindi <laughs> yan yung Aji na alam natin sa PSE. Ano ba yung sa PSE? Yeah, isishare ko yung pine script na to guys. Ayoko mo nang ishare ngayon para makinig kayo sa akin. Okay. Kasi baka mamaya, pag binigay ko na, kanya-kanya oh, na kayo yung test dyan. Pwede nyo pala ito i-modify. Ayan, oh, ginawa ko siyang modifiable, yung MA length, pati yung ATR length. So, if you want to change the, ano, tapos try nyo yung i-back test, pwedeng-pwede. Okay, dito sa Aji, guys, tingnan nyo. Okay. So, hindi, mabilis kasi yung Aji, eh. Ano ba yung mga mababagal na ano? Magag mababagal na blue chips. O ito na lang yung SMPH. Sabihin natin na may rule ka na hindi ka magte-trade ng stocks with a volatility lower than 3%. So itong SMPH, kahit nakita mo nang nagbe-breakout yan, umabot pala siya ng 3% o 4% na lang. So 4% yung parang cut-off mo. So kahit nakita mong nagbe-breakout na si SMPH, 
tiningnan mo yung volatility niya during the breakout, ah, hindi siya umaabot ng 4%. So, hindi mo siya ititrade. Or pwede yung 5% yung criteria mo. So, again, it depends. Ano yung parang gagamitin mo para filtering. So, obviously, yung mga mabibilis na stocks, like, sabihin natin, ito medyo mabilis, pero dating mabagal. Oh, semi-rara. Semi-rara pala ito, no? Akala ko seminara. Semi-rara mining. Okay. Ah, naka 4 hours ako, kaya pala. Ano ba yan? Hmm, okay. Tingnan nyo to. Let's look at the the volatility profile of Semirara. Okay, mula natin dito. Kasi, ang, if I remember it right, ito yung parang, yan, magandang ano niya. Okay? So, dito, baba ng volatility, oh, nasa 2% lang. So, if you're a swing trader or position trader, ayaw mo yung parang nag-expand na or bumilis na siya. So, Pwede kang mag-participate na dyan. Now, look at the breakout. So, yung breakout, magkakaroon ka ng, obviously, you'll see a spike in volatility, but how's, how big is the spike in relation to its previous volatility? Pwede ganun. So, makita mo dito na you see this parang spike. Okay, sabi natin, that's your criteria. Okay, pasukin mo, breakout. Now, from this level, Okay. Kanina may nagsabi na what if daw, what if yung volatility yung magiging parang basis mo for your target? Tama ba yun? Na parang pag nagkaroon na ng significant spike sa volatility, saka ka magbenta? Kasi alam mong parang, parang tapish na or euphoric na yung face ng stock. So, subukan natin na yung concept na yun. Again, this is just, this is from scratch. Hindi ko to tinest. So, ano yung volatility dito? Let's see. This is 2.68%. 2.68%. Okay. If volatility reaches, sabi natin, times 3. Okay. Pag nakita mo yung, yung volatility from 2.68% times 3, ilan yun? 8.04, parang mataas. Pero sige, tingnan natin kung abutin nyo yan. Pag nag 8.04% na yung, yung volatility index natin, it's time for you to sell. Gets ba yun? So, iba to sa ginawa natin kanina. Yung kanina, ginagamit natin yung value ng volatility index for your cuts and for your targets. Ngayon, gagamitin natin siya as a sell signal. Gets? So, ang na nating value is 8.04. Pag umabot siya dyan, it means sell signal na. Masyado ng volatile. Okay, tingnan natin. Okay. I'm not sure kung aabutin niya to. Ah, okay. Okay, so tingnan natin. Yung peak ng volatility dito is from... 2.68%. Okay. At the top, it's around 6.91%. Okay. Sige. Try natin itong itest. 
in real time. Tingnan natin. So, this is ilang percent nga to? So, sa top niya, 6.91%. This one is 2.68. Okay. So, around 2.57 times increase in its volatility from your entry. So, yung from from the optimal entry, ito yung parang low risk entry mo sa sa multi multi year high hindi, hindi pala multi year high breakout. So 52 week high breakout na yan, yung sell signal mo is if yung volatility from this candle nag times at least 2.5. Okay, gets ba? So subukan natin yan. Kailangan makita mo siya. Is it applicable sa ibang stocks? So automatically naman mag-adjust yung volatility. Subukan natin sa nickel. Kasi alam ko yung nickel nag-spike din yung volatility niya eh. Okay. Na natin. So dito ka pumasok. Yan. Yung volatility dito is 3.55. So magbebenta ka, yung sell signal mo is if the volatility index reaches times 2.5, 8.87. Tama ba? Tingnan natin. Inabot ba yan? Six point twenty seven lang, so six point twenty seven dito three point fifty five. So, nahita ko dito is medyo mahirap siyang lagyan ng parang fixed multiplier for the sell signal, but maybe we can backtest it. Okay, pwede. So pwede nga don yung application din. All right, gets ba guys? So, pag-swing traders sa mga low levels ng volatility index, yes. Okay, that makes sense. And pag sa peak volatility from, baka pwede coach sa peak volatility from previous data. So, if you use previous data, pwede naman. Yeah, pwede naman, pero parang I don't see it working that way. Medyo magiging super random niya. Okay, I'll still go for the, ano, for the multiplier na ginamit natin kanina. Okay, like times 2 sa cut. And then yung multiplier mo sa reward is, again, depends on how long you're going to um, hold the trade. Okay, gets? Maybe one last example. I want to check sa Sol. Kasi ito yung, <laughs> yung recently na bumagsak. Maski-check ko pa ba yung Luna? Yung... Grabe guys, tingnan nyo. So, obviously, this is a very big spike in volatility. Makita nyo, yung volatility ng Luna, ganyan lang. Nasa 8%, 7% per candle. Tapos pagdating dito, umabot siya ng 112% lang naman. So, ewan ko paano nangyari yun. <laughs> Punta natin si Sol. So applying the same concept. Pwedeng ang actually na, na realize ko ngayon guys, pagdating sa mga bounce place, 'di ba? You can also use yung spike sa volatility. Does that make sense? Na parang pag pag nakita mong unusually nag-spike yung volatility pabagsak, pwede mo siyang gamitin as a signal na pwedeng magkaroon ng parang bounce. 
yung example, ha? parang parang ito. Tingnan nyo to. Okay, so from this, tingnan natin ha. In relation to this move right here, tingnan nyo. So itong drop na to, this is a significant drop. Nasa mga, wawala yung ano. Ayan. So, itong drop na to, malalim na to eh. Ayan. Almost 50% drop. Tapos, nagkaroon tayo ng ganyan. Okay. And, nakita mo, uy, yung volatility nag-spike. Tingnan natin yung RSI. O, tingnan nyo guys. Yung RSI, it really, hindi niya masyado pinakita yung extent ng drop na to. Kasi makita mo parang, Normal move lang naman sa RSI. Oh. So, drop. Tapos, nag-drop below 30. Pero hindi masyado yung parang biglaan na nag-drop. But if you look at the volatility index, makita nyo dyan. Yan. So, sobrang significant ng drop na yan. And it's approaching a long-term support. So, using those things, using those um, confluences na nakita mo sa chart, Pwedeng bias mo dito. Ah, magbabounce to dito kasi napaka-unusual ng volatility niya. So, pwedeng magkaroon ng pitik pataas. So, uh, hindi siya nagkaroon ng pitik kasi mahina talaga yung soil. But yeah, it did a little bounce right here. If sabi natin, trinade mo to. Diba? Parang ang liit lang yan. Tingnan, pero that's already 40%. Well, that's crypto. Yung, yung maliit sa crypto, pag sinukat mo, malaki pala. Ganun yung napapansin ko sa kanya. Okay. So, any questions? Any questions about this concept? Tingin nyo ba magagamit na siya? Or, or hindi siya useful? Pag hindi siya useful, okay lang naman. Pero I'm guessing maraming Maraming na sabi nating parang madadagdagan yung arsenal nila. Uh, pwede nyong integrate, pwede nyong i-backtest. Okay. Ano yung multi yung multiplier ganito? Ganito kasi yan, Sir Resh. Yung multiplier mo it can be standard across all markets. Okay? Kasi Kasi yung, yung value mismo ng volatility index, pinafactor in niya na agad yung volatility ng market na yun. So kung times 2 ka sa PSE, yung times 2 mo sa crypto, it still makes sense. Hindi siya yung parang pag nag 4% ka sa crypto, ah sorry, pag nag 4% ka sa PSE, yung 4% sa PSE, hindi na siya applicable sa crypto kasi mas volatile siya. Pwede mo siyang i-copy-paste this time kasi... Nandun na yung, yung, yung change or yung difference sa volatility sa mismong indicator na yan. So, yung multiplier mo will not depend on what market you're trading but on your objective sa trade. Yung cut, I, I'll suggest times 2 should be the minimum unless talagang parang tight cut ka. So, pwedeng times 1.5, pwedeng ganun. But the target, that depends on your objective. Yes. Why nga 5 days ang default nyo? Ah yes, ito hindi ko na-discuss. So 5 days kasi that's my typical holding period or holding time ko in terms of candles. So I'm trading momentum. So I want na parang ang logic ko behind is if I'm willing to hold 
may position for five days nang hindi siya gumagalaw, dapat sa five days na yan, hindi siya bumabagsak the way na ayaw ko siyang bumagsak. Gets? So, let's say, ang typical holding time mo is 10. Okay, 10 days. Kasi you're, or 10 candles. Kasi you're doing swing trading or you like to buy on support. So, pwede mong palitan. If for you, it makes sense, palitan mo ito lahat to 10. Okay, so makita mo na mag-adjust yung computation dyan and <clears throat> it will make sense with your type of objective. I mean, that's how I see it. Gets? So, yun. Uh, guys, I, ano ko lang ha, ulitin ko lang. Hindi ko pinaghandaan tong webinar na to. This is parang out of knee-jerk reaction ko lang kanina. Nakita, uy, maganda yung concept na to. Ha. Why not introduce it sa TR? Tapos, gawa natin ng parang ano, lang parang group back testing. So, subukan nyo siyang itest. Tingnan nyo kung ano kaya yung parang mga ap applications niya na pwede nyong ma-integrate sa system nyo. So, kanina may mga, may mga nagme-mention na, ah, ito maganda sa ganito. Ito maganda sa ganyan. So, yun yung maganda pag nasa community tayo. Kasi hindi lang ako yung magte-test. Marami tayo. Okay, but ako, the way I see it, this can be a very, parang pwede siya maging game changer in the way you plan your trades. Mas magiging objective ka in your placements of your stops, targets, even your entries, mas makikita mo na prior to my entry, may contraction. All of those applications, pwede nyo siyang magamit. Okay? So, okay na tayo? 10.42 na. Patagal pala yung discussion ko, no? Almost two hours din. So, I'm going to share the script sa inyo. Diba? It's a very short script. Less than 10 lines lang siya. Kasi so, hindi alam kung paano ilagay ito sa trading view nyo. Punta lang kayo sa Pine Editor, i-paste nyo dyan, i-save nyo siya, and add to chart. So, ganun lang siya. So, saan ko ba ito pwede isend? Siguro pwede dito na lang. Tapos mamaya ipopost ko din sa ano. O, ayan. So, copy that. Paste nyo na lang doon sa trading view nyo. And see kung saan nyo siya pwedeng apply. So, any questions, guys? Questions? <clears throat> um, anything that you'd like to add or parang test before we end? Mukhang wala ng questions kasi binigay na natin yung, yung code. So, yan. Enjoy yung i-test yan. Sana may mga makita kayong mga applications yan na hindi natin nadaanan tonight sa mga bagong pasok lang sa TR, mga TI natin dyan, if nagtataka kayo, ganito ba talaga yung mga ginagawa inside TR? Yes, ano lang to, parang glimpse lang to sa mga learnings na binibigay namin sa community. So that's it. Thank you and see you sa next webinar natin. Good night, good night.